Welcome to Rise Above Performance Training's 15 Minutes of Strength, the show where we explore and discuss the vast landscape of strength to help us all live our best and strongest lives. I'm your host, Doug Fiorinelli, and this is Episode 3, How to Train as an Adult. As we age, most of us need to shift certain aspects of our lives to accommodate for our additional responsibilities and potential limitations, both physical and external, whether our bodies are banged up or, hey, you can't go play basketball, you got to drive your son to a soccer game. Things we used to do in our teens and 20s, like staying up late and getting up early for an exam or a sporting event, probably do not go over too well as they used to back in the day. We need to adapt. Our training regimen is not immune to this phenomenon. In this episode, I'll cover things to consider when structuring your strength and conditioning program going forward into adulthood. So I have four key areas that you want to consider. So the first thing we have to do is change our mindset as we age. We've all heard people say, I'm 40 years old, but I feel like I'm 25. That's great. You may feel like you're 25, but you know, chances are there are a few things that you know, catch up with you. A younger kid who hasn't done much and is sedentary, let's say a teenager, can probably go out and, you know, without obviously limitations in terms of physiological or, you know, some type of injury, can probably go out and be active and maybe not be incredibly sore. But if we were to do something like that or even add a new type of physical challenge to our lives, we could probably be sore for a while. Um, I am pretty active as owning a gym. I should be. And, you know, I went out for a 12 mile hike, which, you know, I can do, but I don't normally do. And I got to say, I'm pretty darn sore today. So, you know, as a teenager, if I was playing basketball for a long time and I went out on a 10 or 12 mile hike, I probably would not be too sore. You know, as a, as a 40 something year old person too, you know, going out and, you know, not doing much and throwing a baseball with your kids you know, might have your arm hanging the next day. So you want to make sure that you're ready to do these types of challenges and just kind of face minimal soreness instead of like being completely banged up and not be able to do anything. So the mindset needs to change from kind of these specific short-term goals to potentially these long-term goals. So we're not doing it to impress the girl at the gym or to run that first marathon necessarily like we want to extrapolate out into these longer term things as adults we tend to think longer term than young kids who live that yolo life so what are your goals going forward and your training should reflect that should it be long-term health yes it should be i would say out there um you know changing your physical activity will help that but also your diet and things like that do you want to be able to play with your kids do you want to try a new activity that is something good to do too you know we you know grew up playing you know i grew up playing a lot of soccer and i do not play anymore and i don't plan on playing anymore because my body will not allow me to play at the level that my mind wants me to play at so i'm going to try some new things i don't know what yet but maybe i'll try some new things Another way to structure training when you're doing this and after you have your goal and your mindset established is be consistent with less. And what I mean that by that is frequency over volume. Time 
is never as important as when you're an adult because it's very limited compared to being a teenager or a young 20 something. Yes, we all have the same amount of time in the day, but we have more things to take care of and be responsible for as an adult. We have, you know, meetings to do, spouses to take care of, garbage to take out, kids to play with, homework to do, and then those unforeseen things like, oh, dad, I can't do this algebra homework. You're like, oh man, I was going to go to the gym and play basketball with my friends. So, you know, those things come up and the priorities shift. So these three-hour lifting sessions or epic weekend bicycle trips that we used to do are not conducive into maintaining a healthy and present relationship with your spouse and children. And also with your health, I would say. Doing these things and you can't do them anymore. Let's say you're used to these epic things and then you can't do them will kind of lead you more into a sedentary lifestyle unless you change your mindset. So I do recommend ditching the long-term training sessions and focusing over the quality over the quantity of those sessions. Those other ones take up too much time and they generally take too much time to recover from those sessions as well. So again, we talked about earlier being sore. We want to make sure that we have time to recover. And by making these consistent and increasing the frequency. So let's say we were doing four days a week of these monster three-hour lifts or alternating day from three-hour lifts and three-hour bike rides, you know, we break it up. We do three days a week of 45 minutes lifts. And then Tuesday and Thursday, we do 15-minute jog or rower or 30-minute jog and just breaking up the overall time, but staying frequent and staying consistent. The best is not to lay off the exercise during the week and then trying to cram it all on the weekend either. A lot of adults will become weekend warriors and it can work for a little bit and it probably does work for some people, but you will get worse results. You know, trying to just think about a diet, like just trying to be good on Monday and Tuesday and then going ham the rest of the week is not great. You know, you're you're not going to reach your goal. Um, It makes recovery much more difficult too. So if you go crazy on the weekend and then come Monday, you know, you're sore. Tuesday, you're still a little bit sore. You're going to keep pushing that out and that's going to get even worse. Also, the potential for injury risk is a lot higher. And we know as an adult, one of the unfortunate things is we do not recover from injuries probably as quickly as a teenager or young adult. So we got to stay away from those big injuries. When we increase the frequency and then change our mindset, we also need to change the way we train in general. We're going to keep that frequency over volume principle in mind with a less time and better quality sessions. But we're also going to work on different things that we haven't done. I still see people doing, you know, body weight splits and no, it's not terrible. But again, you know, you I'm going to do back and buys. That means one, a lot of volume. Two, if you miss leg day, which is very common for um, older adult males to do, you miss leg day, you know? So it's better to kind of work on some things that you haven't done in a long time. And also when you change the stimulation or change the movement, you're getting your body out of these consistent runs you've been, ruts you've been working on for years. Try to pick up that kettlebell or Bulgarian bags you know, learn how to use them properly, but that can open a whole other world 
for your body in a whole nother movement pattern that you're not used to that you've been training the same way for a while and that'll make you feel much more successful kind of stimulate your nervous system and brain a little bit more and you'll probably see very good results try other activities like i said i can't play soccer anymore i can i don't want to but you know maybe i'll run more or golf probably not golf not my favorite thing um, but go to swimming you know a little less impact but you can build some endurance and there are some competitions out there where you can swim dancing anything to keep the activity up that can be new or something that you've relived in the past as a youth that is suitable for an adult to do going forward the other thing you can do is go to those neglected movements that you haven't done in the past i looked at my training program and i realized i kind of lost a little bit of power you know when i was training for soccer we do more jumps and more agility things Ugh, i used to be able to box jump okay um, for my height and strength ability but i realized recently I cannot jump very high. I probably won't regain to where I was, but I'm going to throw in more power movements. So I started box jumping once a week and just, you know, keeping it comfortable and not trying to go crazy and make myself insta famous. I'm just trying to keep that power going. Again, we talked about, you know, stimulating the brain and the nervous system and they're fun. I'm like, oh, wow. And I can see the improvement and I'm not just kind of going through the mundane workouts. I'm actually, you know, challenging myself with those add more mobility and stretching like i said the recovery is a lot harder we tend to stay a little bit more static during the day add more of that it will not only lead to better workouts but it'll also help with your recovery we talked about how kids probably don't get that sore how many of you just jumped into your activity and didn't stretch as a kid yeah a lot of us but that does come back to haunt you add that in Again, mobility can be fun with some good movements. It doesn't have to be long either. It could be you know five to 10 minutes here and there before your workout, before you go to sleep or before you, know, you kind of get on with your day. I also recommend being more balanced with your training programs. You know, we talked about earlier splitting the days up so you're not just in the gym every day, you're doing weights, cardio, you know, one workout can be mobility or yoga and on a day keeping the frequency up, but changing it up, you know, having a schedule, but being flexible with it. And we'll talk about that soon. Having that is good. When you're doing weights, think more full body than body parts. So we talked about the back and by classic, um, or the bench and I don't know, what is it? Bench and arms on Monday or something like that. You know, skipping those other days, if something comes up, full body is the way to go and that's the way i like to work out anyway um, even for the athletes because you're using your full body not only in sports but just moving around every day learn how to link it together and then find a balanced training schedule find time that works with you that you can be consistent and keep going with that training schedule lastly all those things being said you do have to have flexibility um, the days of being in college and waking up at noon and knowing that Monday is your bench and arm day and then you can study all night and then, you know, do it again the next day. It's got to be reevaluated. You know, as your schedule gets harder to maintain, like I said, with kind of outside responsibilities and even these last minute things, it's better to have a general plan. Like this is what I want to do this week for my training or my workouts. Like, but have that mentality of I'm going to get this in for sure, but I'm going to be flexible. 
maybe I have to train for less time than anticipated. Like I had, I figured I had allotted in an hour for the gym. Okay, maybe I got to pull that back. And you know what? I got to be home by 630. I'm going to do 30 minutes. So that means I'm going to do all my exercises. I'm going to shave off one set. So instead of four, I'm going to do three. Also switching your training days. Let's say it's Monday. I planned on running, but I feel terrible or I'm sore or Maybe I'll go get a mobility session in, a yoga session or Pilates or whatever, and then I will do the running later in the week if things feel much better with that. Programming your training can be as simple as having like a general template to work off of, like we discussed, and just kind of factoring in all those details, and it could be kind of day of. Plan on doing some activity daily. You know, life's going to get in your way. But then you kind of throw in those audibles that you need. Like I said, like decreasing the sets or you're in the weight room. You drove yourself to the gym. You're not feeling it. You're supposed to do X, Y, and Z. Like you can change it and be like, you know what? I'm going to walk on the treadmill for 10, 15 minutes, see how I feel. And then maybe I'll just do some very light dumbbell chest presses and dumbbell rows. Yeah, it won't be my best day in the gym, but I'm just going to get some more reps in and get my workout in without killing myself and be able to do it the next day and feel better. So those are my tips for how to trade as adult going forward. I want to thank you all for joining me today. I hope you found the information valuable. If you like the content and want to hear more, please consider subscribing to the podcast as well as the Rise Above Performance Training YouTube channel where I have workouts and exercise tutorials on that page. Also consider going to riseofthestrength.com and sign up for the newsletter. It's a monthly newsletter where I kind of put all of these things into the newsletter to kind of get that information out to you. All the information in this podcast will be down in the show notes. So again, thank you for joining me. And until next time, remember, all the strength you need is created on the inside and reinforced on the outside. Thanks again, and we'll see you soon. (laughs) 